can hear me. Uh oh, hold on. I, I think I, I had a mic issue for a second. Let me know if you can hear me okay. Give me a yes in the chat if you can hear me all right, because I just noticed that my mic was uh, disconnected for a second and uh, my audio was gone. So, anyway, uh, welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So good to see everybody. Uh, as I play with my microphone, I'm going to try to figure out what, what my audio needs to be in order for this to be a good podcast. Uh, so, uh, anyway, um, the uh, topic that came to my mind today had to do with CNN. Now, CNN did something that I thought was just absolutely crazy. Uh, they just fired their CEO. And I'm going to tell you why uh, this makes me wonder if CEO is fundamentally a corrupt organization. Uh, this makes me wonder if uh, CNN is uh, is a company that uh, is, is pretty much as, as crappy as Fox News. Uh, this makes me kind of sad because I always thought CNN was better than that. And uh, what's going on and why this leaves me concerned. So anyway, I would say good morning to Ruth and Sean and Cheryl, uh, the total package 175. I see you. So you guys can hear me okay. I'm coming through all right. Let me know if you, if I'm 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 good because I I got I started the the podcast and I literally I had no audio so literally for the first 30, 20 seconds you didn't hear me. Uh, Q Jones says uh, the Prime program has been amazing. Uh, you, I'm up 150 percent this year. Yes, I love to see black people making money. I love that. Uh, if you want to join us, we we actually uh, we actually train on selling stock options, picking the right stocks, protecting your portfolio, and generating income every week from your stock options. So if you want to learn more about that, uh, just go to drboysprime.com. Drboysprime.com is where you can actually sign up. And uh, and also, I want to give a shout out to uh, to one of the, the, the companies I, I, that I love, uh, actually out of Atlanta. You guys know our all-black national conventions in Atlanta. Well, there's a company called Elevated Wellness for You. Uh, the, it, their website is elevatedwellnessforyou.com, the number four. And they are in Atlanta. And uh, I know the CEO, uh, she does massages. So I don't know, does anybody like massages? If you like massages, then you got to look up Elevated Wellness for You. And uh, and also what I'm going to do is share their phone number uh, because uh, I, can, I went there it was a beautiful spa. It's black owned. The owner, Lynette, is an awesome lady. And uh, I just want to encourage everybody to go to their website, especially if you live anywhere near ATL or you visit ATL. Their phone number is 404-936-5691. I'm going to leave that on the screen for anybody that wants to connect with a black owned business. I know a lot of you go to the spa. A lot of you get massages. If you go to the spa or get massages or you want to try it out, go see Lynette. Tell her I sent you. And then you're going to get the homie hookup. Just tell her I sent you and Lynette will take good care of you and your family. All right. So let's hop into this conversation. Uh, how many of you heard that CNN just fired their CEO? His name was Chris Light, L-I-C-H-T. I don't know if it's licked or light or likety or lickety. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce L-I-C-H-T exactly, but I'm going to guess it's liked. And uh, anyway, Chris liked, likety, lickety, whatever it is. Uh, he was um, an interesting guy. He was very interesting. And let me tell you why he was interesting. He was interesting because he did something that was just different. You know, he he, he broke a cardinal rule, uh, at least right now in divisive journalism. Uh, in a divided country, you, you cannot uh, be an unbiased journalist. In, in this country, you cannot be a journalist who actually says, you know what, I think, I think everybody, I, I think both sides deserve a voice. I want to hear from the Democrats and the Republicans. You can't do that because uh, you, you'll end up getting uh, lighted. Like, liked it, liked it. That should be a verb, right? They liked it, you. <laughs> they liked it. That sounds ghetto, right? But anyway, you're going to end up getting fired like him. Uh, and uh, basically, the uh, the firing of Chris Lighty, liked, I, I'm going to stop saying that. The firing of the CNN CEO, Chris, we'll call him Chris. Um, to me, this really speaks to uh, a really disturbing kind of corruption that, that exists in media. Uh, it, it basically says 
that if you are reporting the news, it's not supposed to be unbiased. It's supposed to be biased in a certain direction. Um, and, and let me ask you all a question. How many of you are old enough to remember when CNN was a network that could be trusted? Give me a yes in the chat if you remember a time where CEO was the most trusted name in news. And you believe them when they said we're the most trusted name in news. You believed when they said it. Um, you know, when, C when they'd say, you know, whenever something's happening, CNN is there. Whenever there's a war, CNN is there. Whenever there's a political issue, CNN is there, right? And they did these really great ads. The, the marketing was extraordinarily good, and they built an extraordinary amount of trust. And there was a time where many of us believed, uh, this is about 20 years ago, that CNN was just kind of different from MSNBC and Fox News. Right. There, there was a time where people believed that if you went on, went to CNN, you were going to get a story that at least allowed you to hear all sides of, of, a, of an issue and not get the nonsense from Fox. Because y'all know what? Y'all know Fox is on some BS. Fox just got sued for a billion dollars. They just lost a billion dollars damn near because they were out here spreading BS about the election and all that. Right. It, it was proven to be untrue. I know some of y'all still believe it no matter what. And that study showed that Fox News viewers will always believe the election was stolen no matter what. And and, and maybe, you know, I'm not going to say there's not governmental corruption, but you got to prove stuff, man. And, uh, and that poor company, Dominion Voting Systems, the Fox uh, anchors knew that they were lying. They, they knew that it was a bogus story. They just kept pushing it because they were trying to get those ratings. And I'm not a fan of that either, right? So let's just be clear. Uh, criticizing the left does not mean you belong to the right. Give me a yes if you understand that. Intelligent black people should get this, that critiquing the left does not mean you are a slave to the right. So stop that. Uh, in fact, critiquing people who critique the left means you're a slave to the left. Get, give me a yes if you follow what I'm saying. When you critique a person who critiques the left, that means you're a slave to the left. I'm not a slave to the right, right? Because remember, the Democrats, people said, oh, you must be a Republican. And Ice Cube never said he was a Republican. He just said, I don't like the fact that the Democrats take our votes and give us nothing in return. So when you crit criticize him and say, well, if you don't support Joe Biden, then you ain't black. That mean, that makes you the slave. You're the super slave. Because, because nobody ever said that because you don't eat at McDonald's, you have to go to Burger King. Nobody said that. So, so ultimately, uh, this sort of bias, this really sick, infectious mindset that just really creates this weird divisiveness and ignorance, uh, politically speaking, is 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 embarrassing to this country. It's going to lead to the downfall of America, by the way. I, I really believe, I'm going to tell you the truth, this is my conspiracy theory. Y'all ready for this? My conspiracy theory is that there are people outside the country that are leaning, that are hoping that we remain divided. I believe there are forces outside this country that, that poke the bear, right? They try to find the issues that are going to piss you off and trigger you so that Americans will spend so much time fighting each other that when the real enemy shows up, we're not going to be ready to fight the real enemy. When China decides to uh, get out their aircraft carriers and, or launch a nuke across the sea, we ain't going to be ready because we're going to be so busy fighting each other that we're not going to be able to fight the enemy. We won't even know who the enemy is. In fact, it goes back to even in Vietnam when you had these 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 SOBs out here, you know, talking to brave soldiers, brave soldiers who just went across the world. And, you know, and, and, and we're literally being shot at for six months and they, they come home and you call them baby killers, man. I'm going to beat you up if you say something like that to a soldier. Seriously, if I was a soldier and I came home from Vietnam and I've just been on the line having mortar fire shot at me, having a Viet Cong trying to blow me up and dealing with all the trauma that came with that. And then I come home and some hippie who ain't never seen a battlefield in his life calls me a baby killer. 
Oh, I, I'm not a baby killer. I'm a grown man killer right now. So right now I'm about to show you what a soldier looks like. I'm sorry. That, that's just where I stand. Forgive. I, I know. I don't know if anybody agrees. I don't know how anybody feels, but I'm going to tell you that uh, that that really burns me up. And, I, and so I really think that there are people uh, that are working to to build this divisiveness. So CNN, unfortunately, has been caught in the mix of this. CNN, uh, let me tell you what happened. They interviewed uh, or they allowed Donald Trump to have a town hall on their network. And I was really shocked. I said, wow, you know, this is, that's interesting. I didn't think CNN would do something like that. Maybe they're maybe they're trying to go back to authentic journalism where they're going to hear both sides because I'm sure next they can have a town hall with you know somebody from the left, right? That's cool, right? You bring on Trump, then you maybe bring on Biden or Kamala or something, right? I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. But it did not go well. There are, were all these reports in the media after the after the fact about how CNN uh, employees were threatening to quit. Well, why were they threatening to quit? Well, because you have the audacity to allow this guy to speak. You have the audacity to allow the American people to hear uh, from someone that they might end up actually agreeing with. And, and, and again, I'm not saying you should agree with Trump. I am not a person who's ever voted for Donald Trump. I'll never vote for this guy. I've no, I know more about Donald Trump. I, I knew more about Donald Trump in 1998 than most of y'all will ever know your whole entire life. I knew about Trump I when in 91. I knew what kind of a businessman he was. I knew what he was good at. I knew what he was bad at. I did not like him. I didn't like Trump back when he destroyed the, the USFL. Trump's an arrogant prick. No question about it. So let's be clear about that. Right. So so if you think you're talking to a Trump supporter, then shut up, because that's not what's going on here. I'm simply talking about being fair. I'm talking about unbiased journalism. Why is it radical for me to say that I think journalists should actually report the facts? Is that a crazy idea? Give me a yes in the chat if you if you can hear me, if, if, I, if you think I have the right to say that I think journalists should tell the truth. And, and, and give me a yes if you agree that that if, if when I say that journalists uh, who who graduated from college and studied journalism and took all these oaths and prom- made all these promises that that they should actually be unbiased. Uh, you know, I, I taught at Syracuse University for 13 years. Syracuse was known for producing some of the best journalists on the planet. I would go to CNN. I would go on the air at CNN, and they always gave me respect because I was a professor at Syracuse. That was when I learned how many great journalists that school had produced, all the way from Mike Tirico and Bob Costas on down. And all a lot of the producers would be from Syracuse. And I was really proud of that. I said, wow, they really produce great journalists. I think that's a beautiful thing. Well, let me tell you what happened. During the time I was going on CNN a lot, I was going on there almost every other day. And this is way back like 07, or 06, 07, before I really understood how race works in America. Well, there was something that happened between me and Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly was his Fox News host back in the day. And, uh, and, and we got into it. And Fox News basically did a hit piece and tried to attack me like they do any black man who speaks up. I expect this. Right. This does not offend me now because I understand white folks just being white. That's what they do. Right. When when a black man speaks up, if he's a rapper, that's cool. If he's a comedian, that's great. If he's a basketball player, that's wonderful. But when he's a professor who can outsmart you, who's not afraid of you, who won't stand for your BS. Well, then suddenly all hell breaks loose. Oh, Lord, we got to get rid of this Negro. That's fine. I get it. I understand. If I was you, I'd want to get rid of me, too. If I were you, I wouldn't want to deal with me either. I get it. Well, during that time when that thing happened with O'Reilly, 
it was the year that Obama got elected. I basically got banned from CNN. I, I my, my publicist said, uh, oh, she would call me in the morning and she would say, oh, you're going to be on CNN today at two o'clock to do whatever. I'd say, OK, no problem. And these interviews, they, they really take up a lot of time. That's why I don't do them anymore. But you because you got to get dressed and you got to go to the studio and they pick you up in the car. And it's nice, but you don't make any money from it. And it's, it's kind of a controlled conversation. So it's not that much fun. But it's something that you do early in your career if you're trying to get attention to what you're doing. Right. So I would I, I would get dressed and get ready. And right when I was about to go. I'd say, okay, when's the car gonna get here? And she'd say, oh, they canceled you. And and this and this happened over and over and over again until the point where she said, I think you've been blackballed because they keep booking you, and then they keep canceling after that. So after that, I I got on some list. I I don't know if it's the the radical Negro list or something, but I got banned from CNN, and, and that was the best thing that ever happened to me because I ended up building my own platform after that. Now I reach a million black people a week. I'm able to talk to my people. I can talk to you about whatever I want for as long as I want. Whereas on CNN, the conversations were controlled, and it would be or or Don Lemon. I think Don Lemon Don Lemon that that, that guy didn't like me at all. I, he literally invited me in just so he could do like a like an attack on me right surround me with all these like you know empty-minded negroes who were trying to basically tell me that i was wrong about uh about lee daniels and how shows like empire degrade black culture so he got a bunch of his friends who all agreed with him and they, it was like me against four of them but unfortunately i'm confident enough in my intelligence that i can take on all four of y'all it's, it's totally fine because i don't get offended by the fact that you disagree with me see that is what you call authoritarianism anybody who has a problem with you having your own opinion is not your friend. Let me say that again. Anybody who has a problem with you having your own opinion is not your friend. That is a dictator. That is a pimp. That is an oppressor. And some of these oppressors are black like you. Some of these oppressors are liberal like you. Some of these oppressors are Democrats like you. Liberal authoritarianism is one of the greatest threats to free thinking in this country right now. Conservative authoritarianism, it does exist. Conservatives are not perfect. They got their issues. We know this. But I don't see a lot of people when I go to my friends on the right. A lot of them just hear what I have to say and they'll debate me. My friends on the left are the ones who've been taught to believe, again, through uh, a lot of liberal indoctrination factories like a lot of universities have become. Uh, they, again, I know this because I taught on college campuses for 30 years, so I know what happens there. Uh, they just sort of have this thing where they feel like if you don't agree, you don't have a right to speak. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And so CNN basically fired its CEO because he gave a Republican a right to speak. This is a blatant and disturbing violation of journalistic integrity. This is like a, a lawyer. This is as sacred as a lawyer violating attorney-client privilege. This is almost as bad as a doctor violating the Hippocratic Oath. So, so ultimately, when I saw this CEO get fired, I said, okay, so now you're really telling us who you are. And Maya Angelou said, if somebody tells you who they are, you got to believe them. Well, CNN, you show us who you are and we believe you. Uh, if I do me a favor, please hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, I want to remind everybody uh, that the All Black National Convention, uh, we, again, we believe in free speech. We don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, or none of that. It's going to happen in Atlanta, October 20th. It's a big family reunion of B1 people from around the world. We're going to show our new film called B1 the Movie. Uh, you can go to allblacknationalconvention.com to learn more, to get passes, or if you want to become a vendor. Also, I have a new book out called The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power, and it basically will, I use my whole PhD in finance to explain to you in very simple, with a very simple construct, a model that you can apply very easily 
that will put your family so far ahead of the economic game, it's going to be ridiculous. You're going to have people that are going to be mad at you in 20 years because your family is doing well and their family is not. This economic game can, must be played from the top. It is a game you can win, but you must learn. You must prepare. You must plan for battle like Sun Tzu in The Art of War. He said that battles are won before they begin. Battles are won before they begin. If you play football or basketball, you might have heard your coach say, say championships are won in the gym. So what I need you to do for your family when it comes to this wealth game is I need you to be proactive instead of reactive. I need you to plan ahead instead of scrambling when everything falls apart. I need you to uh, prepare and prevent as opposed to simply responding and reacting when the tragedy hits. So if you do this, uh, again, this book is a great guideline. It's on Amazon. It's a bestseller. Read the reviews. The reviews are extraordinary. I do not know the people who left these reviews. I don't know any of them. I, 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 I didn't see any names I recognize, but there are a ton of reviews there. They'll tell you what the book is about. So you're not wasting your money. It'll be the best investment you've ever made. And if you're really down for whatever, and you really believe in this, buy extra copies and give them away to your family members. It will change their lives. So feel free to go to Amazon and grab a copy of the book. All right. So let me just go ahead and, and I'll finish up on this. I got a meeting in a second, so I can't talk as long as I want to. We're talking about CNN, Chris Light being out, seeing uh, the CEO of CNN being out, uh, after just one year, his name's Chris Light, and they fired him. And that's a real issue for me uh, because I think that uh, this was pretty much all driven by that whole town hall with Donald Trump. Uh, I'm not a Trump supporter, but I do believe in free speech. Uh, apparently, CNN does not. And so uh, here is what uh, now I want to give you guys just the framework in terms of why this offends me so much. Again, this is due to my years on the faculty at Syracuse University that I became so offended because I got to know a lot of the black journalism students. When I was appearing on national TV, they would they would seek me out because they wanted to be around a black professor. And unfortunately, Syracuse had a, had a racial issue. They still do uh, where they didn't hire a lot of black faculty. And so uh, they would they would gravitate toward me. Right. So I learned a lot about the journalism school because a lot of the smartest students were in the journalism school. So I'm going to read to you guys uh, the framework of what is defined as unbiased journalism. Okay, this is from the ethicaljournalismnetwork.org. Okay, so here are uh, five principles of 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 you know unbiased, accurate journalism. Let me see here. Objectivity. Unbiased journalism presents information and news without favoring any particular individual, group, or ideology. Give me a yes or no if you think CNN. Uh, violates that rule. Give me a yes if you think they violated the rule that says you should not be biased toward any individual group or ideology. Give me a yes if you think CNN violated that rule. Uh, let's see. Number two, uh, independence. Give me a yes if you think CNN violated this rule. Uh, unbiased journalists strive to maintain independence from outside influences, including political, corporate, or personal interests. Do you think that this corporate entity that survives on sponsor money from corporations that only wants to hear voices that are on the left, typically, at least that's the way it seems, or at least they, they mute voices on the right. Do you think that they violated this rule of, of journalistic independence, of, of uh, independence of outside influences, political, corporate, or personal? Give me a yes if you think CNN violated this rule. I'm going to give you another one. Fairness. Unbiased journalism treats all sources and subjects fairly without discrimination or prejudice. Give me a yes if you think CNN violated that rule. Did CNN violate? Was CNN biased against any uh, individual? Did they do they treat everybody the same? Do they treat Donald Trump the same way they treat Joe Biden, or is there a bias? Number four, accuracy. Unbiased journalism aims to provide accurate and factual information, thoroughly fact-checking before reporting. Do you think CNN has ever violated the unbiased journalism rule of accuracy? 
Do you think that their goal is to give you accurate information that reflects all spectrums of the political of political ideologies, or do you think the CNN kind of kind of takes takes information and twists it a little bit to make sure you kind of line up the way they need you to line up? This is why I don't watch y'all no more. I used to watch CNN. I used to turn away from Fox. I turned away from CNN or MSNBC, and I said, "Let me watch CNN because I need to get a, a, a central perspective." Well, I ain't watching you no more. I'm not going. I might go to C-SPAN or something, but even then, I just pretty much I, I turned to black-owned media anyway. You know, so so let, let's keep going. All right, uh, number five, give me a yes if you think the CNN's violated this. Transparency. Unbiased journalists are transparent about their sources, methods, and potential conflicts of interest, allowing readers to evaluate the credibility of the news. Do you think that CNN violates this rule? Give me a yes if you think they violate Give me a no if you think they don't. You, uh, what do you think? You think they really want you to be able to accurately evaluate the credibility of the news? Do you think they reveal all of their sources, methods, and potential conflicts of interest? Do you think this corporate-owned entity that tends to lean left is really doing that? No, they're not. They're not doing it. They're not. And, th and this is a damn shame. You should be embarrassed. No journalist worth their weight in butter would want to go work at CNN. No serious journalist would ever want to work at, a, at an outlet like that because it's it's almost like you you sign up to become a cop, right? You sign on to the police force to become a cop and because you want to help people, you want to do the right thing, you want to protect the community. And you find out that the police department is being run by the dope dealers. You find out that they have a drug cartel coming out of the police. This is a real, this is a true story. This really does happen. You find out that the police, like they did in New Orleans, are escorting the dope dealers uh, into the city when they bring their shipments in to, so they can make extra money. This is real. This has truly happened. This has happened in, uh, in, in, uh, in uh, New Orleans. It's happened in Los Angeles. happened in a lot of places. Would you, how would you feel as a cop? Would you feel that that was a job that you would want? The answer is no. You should not take that job. So I'm going to tell you this. I, if I was a journalist, coming out of school, and I really wanted to be a good one, I wouldn't touch CNN with a 10-foot pole. They have no credibility. This firing of the CEO, I knew that was a big test. I said, okay, wait a minute. This is a this is a big test. You know, this guy is coming in, and he's, he's actually bringing in different perspectives from different points of view. I said, the producers aren't going to like that because a lot of them are entitled white women who feel that if you don't agree with them, that they should have the right to shut you down. And, and so ultimately, this is pretty much what they did. And so the, the most blatant violation of this journalistic integrity issue is the fact that that this firing occurred right after there were all these internal rumblings of CNN allowing Donald Trump to have a voice on their network. Again, I say this as a person who is not even a Trump supporter. I'm not going to vote for Trump. I have never voted for this guy. I knew about Trump long before y'all started talking about him politically. A lot of y'all started to hate him because he became a Republican. I didn't like him when he wasn't a Democrat or but I didn't like him when he was going to run as a Democrat. I, I didn't. I thought the guy was a prick. I thought he was arrogant. I thought he was a jerk. But at the same time, I think that intelligent people should be able to discern whether they want to listen to the jerks or listen to other people. That you should let the jerk have a voice just like everybody else. And, and that's the problem that I have with this whole issue. CNN, uh, in my opinion, uh, has pretty much shown that, you know, that they're kind of a mouthpiece for the left at this point. They're kind of in the same camp as MSNBC. They're doing the same thing Fox News does, except they're doing it from a left perspective as opposed to right. Uh, I would prefer to go to more objective journalistic sources uh, than CNN. I'm not a fan of them anymore. Um, and that's that's just just sad. All right. So anyway, guys, I got to get out of here. Do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Uh, thumbs up, share, subscribe if you have not done that yet. 
Uh, also, uh, we have a black business school for children. If you have kids this summer and you're looking for something for them to do that will change their life forever, uh, we can, we'd love to teach them how to invest in stocks. We have a program called Black Millionaires of Tomorrow with models, economic models designed specifically for black children that come out of financial theory, where I basically take high level financial concepts and reduce them to baby food. There are self-study modules. Uh, exams that they can take, and then there's a certificate they can get once they're done. Uh, so feel free to go to blackmillionairesoftomorrow.com. I guarantee it'll change their life. You got to get your kids taught in economics early. Don't wait till they get to college. That's too late. Don't wait till they become 30 or 40 like some of us. Get your kids introduced to economics when they're like six. Because what that's going to do is when the basketball coach comes up and says, you know, you can make money playing in the NBA, your kid's going to say, I'm going to make more money by running my own business because only 1%, less than 1% of all good basketball players ever make it to the NBA, but I'm going to be the owner of the team. So I don't want to produce any more basketball players or any more rappers, any more football players. God bless them. I want to produce more millionaire entrepreneurs. It's very easy to become a millionaire entrepreneur if you're introduced to the culture of wealth at an early age. BlackMillionaireSofTomorrow.com. That's what that does. So feel free to go take a look. Um, Again, the guarantee that we give in the Black Business School is that when your child goes through all the exams, uh, if you do not feel they have a financial literacy level that exceeds the average college educated adult, we will give you your money back. That is a, that is a promise. No, no questions asked. So that's how much we believe in the program. We've seen the transformation. It is absolutely extraordinary. So feel free to go to blackmillionairesoftomorrow.com if you'd like to take a look. I'm out of here. God bless you. Uh, don't forget, if you look up Voice Watkins on Spotify, you can find the podcast there. Have a great day, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.